0: Morning, I am Simon Andrews using a synthetic voice from Amazon Polly to share an audio version of my weekly email newsletter, read the original with all the links at addictivelondon.com. Fix Insider May 19th. AI. Fix friend David McCandless adds some scale and understanding with this new tool. Click through to interact. Sam Altman of OpenAI appeared before the US Senate asking for legislation, citing the risks of disinformation as a key issue. The more general ability of these models to manipulate, to persuade, to provide sort of one-on-one interactive disinformation given that we're going to face an election next year and these models are getting better. I think this is a significant area of concern. You can read the full transcript here. It seems inevitable that search changes and the DeepMind founder thinks it will be gone in a decade. Having worked on this issue at Google he has some strong opinions. I think that most computing is going to become a conversation and a lot of that conversation is going to be facilitated by AIs of various kinds. So your Pi is going to give you a summary of the news in the morning. It's going to help you keep learning about your favorite hobby, whether it's cacti or motorcycles. Every couple of days it's going to send you new updates, new information in a summary snippet that really suits exactly your reading style and your interests and your preference for consuming information. Just as Bing see an opportunity in this shakeup, Amazon are keen to enhance their search tools, hiring engineers to build a chatbot interface. New research reminds us how strong Amazon is in search. Minus 50% of product searches currently start on Amazon. We are starting to see businesses unlock their content to train AI, for example, B2B Travel Resource Gift have their own chatbot, trained on years of their data. The FT makes a similar point small, specialist models that are cheap to train and fast to run may win out over the broader big tech offerings. As this webinar shows, it's not that complicated. It's coming to advertising quickly. A Publicis exec insists her team use it In essence are sharing their learning. Facebook are building it into their ad products and new AI advancements drive Meta's ad system performance and efficiency. This LinkedIn post tells you how to revolutionize your marketing with chat GPT, lots of quick wins here. Longer reads see Kevin Kelly talk about how he is using AI and the New Yorker wonder if AI will become the new McKinsey. Spoiler alert, they don't see that as positive. I suggest that we think about AI as a management consulting firm along the lines of McKinsey and Company. Firms like McKinsey are hired for a wide variety of reasons, and AI systems are used for many reasons, too. But the similarities between McKinsey, a consulting firm that works with 90% of the Fortune 100, and AI are also clear. Social media companies use machine learning to keep users glued to their feeds. In a similar way, Purdue Pharma used McKinsey to figure out how to turbocharge sales of OxyContin during the opioid epidemic. Just as AI promises to offer managers a cheap replacement for human workers, so McKinsey and similar firms helped normalize the practice of mass layoffs as a way of increasing stock prices and executive compensation, contributing to the destruction of the middle class in America. Another side of the AI boom, detecting what AI makes, the New York Times. TikTok. Has Montana initiated the demise of TikTok? They have banned it from personal devices which means it is illegal for app stores to offer it. It doesn't ban people who already have the app from using it though. With a population of just one meter it is not going to have a material effect but does set a precedent. In other bad news ex-byte dance employee claims China had supreme access to all data. In the meantime brands keep investing. TikTok have a new report on how TikTok drives business impact for advertisers. In the latest good TikTok creative we look at how Nike used creators and a neat effect to promote their running shoes. Newpff for all the hype and the headlines Netflix are not really at the races when it comes to ads. A headline figure of 5 meters monthly average user sounds like a start but less than 900k are in the US and the figures are based on user profiles, so my house would count as 4. The FT tell us Netflix has been talking to mobile operators and Sky about their imminent moves on password sharing. Once the account sharing crackdown begins, customers will be encouraged to set a primary location that will mean anyone who lives in their household can use their Netflix account according to the people. If it finds the account is being used outside the primary location, the account holder will be emailed about the extra usage, with interstitials related to the matter inserted into the start of programming. The warnings will roll out across most of its major markets, including the US and UK, in a move to stop non-subscribers from freely using customers' passwords and instead turn them into paying customers. I think this move will drive rapid growth in the ad layer and kick-start the Netflix ad business. Disney, their main rival for both subscribers and ad revenue, has even less US ad layer users, but with Hulu and their 20 meters, they have scale already. One reason why the industry now thinks Disney will buy the Comcast stake to take full ownership of Hulu. A new startup could be a rival. Kelly gives customers a 55 inch Smart for free. It comes with an attached smart screen and is funded entirely by advertising. Given how well Samsung, Roku, and LG have done with ads on the Smart home screen, this is a sensible idea. It's from the team behind fast-service Pluto and backed by Garve. The idea of serving ACR-driven ads to an identified audience will appeal to advertisers, but the customer experience has to be right. One to watch. One reason Netflix moved their upfront online was worries about protests tied to the writer's strike. Vanity Fair has good background on the strike and streaming, billions in losses. Sweeping layoffs. The party's over, and Hollywood is waking up with a splitting headache. Finally. BMW have seen the light and are to revive their groundbreaking content series The Hire, which ran in 2001 and was last revived in 2016. The high point of branded content, the original films were very successful and make so much sense for today's media landscape. The Calm was developed in partnership with the Cannes Film Festival and they are running TikTok ads and providing 200 cars to move people around Cannes. Just a couple of weeks out from the Apple WWDC event, rumors about their mixed reality headset are reaching a crescendo. Bloomberg thinks it will cost $3,000 and need a separate battery, and that it could define Tim Cook's legacy. A key issue is the need for a killer app and Apple has been working on a FaceTime like live chat, and I think we will see Snap involved, given their strength in R and the library of content they have. Production will not start until the autumn and sales forecasts are modest. Merchant As Shine launch a marketplace, potentially a smart move to further monetize their huge traffic, they are raising $2 billion, but at a down valuation of $66 billion. Interesting to see the FT share rumors that Asus could be in play, with a share price at its lowest since 2010, Mike Ashley and others are said to be circling. One reason for their problems is called out in their latest results minus 6% of customers are bad, buying really frequently, often on offers and returning lots, running up losses of pound 100m plus. As The Atlantic puts it, the free returns party is over. Asus started life as a scene on screen, designed to let people buy items they saw in films and TV shows. Amazon are pushing this model with their new spy show Citadel, hit pause and you are offered a link to a page on Amazon where you can shop the look. They are talking a similar deal into gaming, a partnership with Niantic lets people shop from the Peridot or game. They are also rolling out the TikTok like shopping feed to all US customers. Fashion is a strong sector in DTC too, how Cezanne turned French girl fashion into a DTC success story, boff. Following the excellent interview with their CEO we shared last week it isn't that surprising to see the information salute Instacart as becoming an advertising powerhouse. And academics see the potential, white paper, realizing the promise of retail media networks, Walton College, University of Arkansas. The richest man in the world is a superb merchant. CNBC have a great video on how LVMH became a $500 billion luxury powerhouse and Puck look at how they are trying to integrate their latest acquisition Tiffany. Plus plus. There's no such thing as a digital native, Financial Times. Pelly, food for thought, breaking down how a restaurant ranking app works shows us the general principles of vertical social networks. Spotify debuts a new AI DJ, right in your pocket. Matt Navarro on Twitter, fire, new details. Meta's new text-based app to rival Twitter launching summer 2023. The global state of digital in April 2023. We are Social UK. The success of Shine and TikTok are encouraging Chinese tech entrepreneurs to go on global offensive. FT. Linda Yakarino, an advertising veteran enters the wild world of Musk's Twitter. FT. From iPhone to iBank, analyzing Apple's embedded finance adventures. White, site. ITV reveals slump in ad revenues and predicts tougher times ahead, ITV, The Guardian.